What's going on today? I hope you're having a very blessed day today. I'm your host, Zach Shoes, Shoemaker, and today is the final episode of the Arizona series. You're going to be able to hear from so many top players in the state. You hear from the duo at Chandler and Carson Kelly and Isaiah Brody. Then in midway, you're going to be able to hear from Buckeye star Tate Bootham. And to wrap it all up, you get to hear from two of the guys on the New Look Shadow Mountain squad, which is Devon Cobbs and Elijah Cole. And you're not going to miss any of those, so make sure to stay tuned throughout the entire course of this episode to hear from all of them. But there's many other great players, so make sure to stay tuned because I promise you on Shoes Views, you're not going to miss any of these episodes in the future. So make sure to head over to Instagram and Twitter by follow me as Zach Shoemaker on both Instagram and Twitter. You can also subscribe to my podcast on whatever platform you're currently listening to. But with that being said, I think we're going to hop right on in. So let's get going. I'm blessed to welcome on one of the largest risers, not just in the state of Arizona, but the entire country. He rises so far where he now finds himself ranked in at number 150 in the class of 2021. The three-star forward also finds himself ranked number 41 small forward in the country. And he gets ready to help lead Chandler to what could be a state championship run. He also already holds on to offers from the likes of UC Santa Barbara and UC Davis and is expected to land many more over the next couple of years. The number 10 ranked player in Arizona also led Firestorm this past summer. But with that being said, I couldn't be more excited to welcome on Isaiah Brody. What's happening, my guy? It's good, bro. How you doing? Pretty good. So, I mean, let's jump right in, man. Obviously, the season's coming up real close. Talk about what the, what's it feeling like getting ready to play for being one of the top teams in 6A. It's good. Honestly, I, I can feel our chemistry as a team coming together, and we've came a long way since summer. Mm-hmm, for sure. I mean, all this is kind of a changing year. I mean, there's some, it's kind of a lot of new young guys. I mean, a lot of you guys are just getting into your upperclassmen years. I mean, there's not, Bean's gone now, a couple other guys left, and it's kind of like a new day, and obviously you guys are loaded with talent, and it's just a lot of like things that people are saying, what's going to happen with you guys, obviously, because there's so much talent that everyone's really excited to see how you guys all perform this year. Honestly, I feel like if we can all put it together and get everything down, our, our young guys are going to mature and they're, they're going to be a big part of just as much as our seniors and our juniors are. Mm-hmm, for sure. So we kind of talk about the main group there. I mean, obviously a lot of people know, obviously you and Carson are kind of really well known. Makai started to blow up this summer. And there's a lot of guys. Talk about like, the main core group in, on Chandler this year. Yeah, man. Me, Carson, Makai, Darian, Nick, Trey. It's just everybody. Everybody has a pretty good role. Everybody's getting stronger, and it's just like everybody knows their role, and that's that's the best part about everything. Nobody's trying to do too much, and nobody's doing like not enough. So that's good, and it's just it's all it's all gonna be complete by that first game. Mm-hmm, without a doubt. So now looking at all the other teams in six A, who you say is gonna be your biggest competition? Our our biggest competition. Well, I I feel like we had three. I, I think it's going to be Skyline, Desert Vista, and Chavez. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I mean, I think those are the common three. I think, obviously, those guys have kind of been guys that have been together for a while. Obviously, Ty, Ty, Ricardo, we've seen them for a while now. And Osa and a lot of those guys at DV have been together. And then, obviously, Skyline's really coming onto the spotlight with Dates and some guys as well. Yeah, they're all, they've always been, uh, since, since freshman or sophomore year, they've been playing together. And us coming in with a new team, I feel like this year is gonna be a lot of just about about getting to know each other. So once we once we can get that done, everything will come together and we'll be ready for this season. Like some of them are already in full effect, and we're not we're not even close yet. So we just gotta keep building. Without a doubt. 
So is there maybe a game early on the season that you guys are really looking to play or something that you guys are really excited to play against? Uh, honestly, I, I feel like we're going to go into all of our games, even the ones that uh, we're not going to be fully loaded with all the teams with the transfers. We're just going to come in the mindset ready to play and, and never underestimate or overestimate one of our opponents. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And so kind of talk about this summer for you. I mean, obviously it's been really a big summer. I mean, I think you came into the summer with a lot of potential people kind of heard your name. But I think now heading into the season, people all across the state really know you and are really putting you amongst the top players. So tell me really what's been like developing over the course of the summer and really starting to blow up. Over the, well, the beginning of summer, my sophomore year, going in, playing for Firestorm, what, uh, my name wasn't really out there because I went to a small prep school. But I just, I just, I knew my time was going to come. So I just kept putting in the hard work and just waiting for its time. Everything happened for a reason. And so, I mean, obviously one of the big parts about this summer was obviously being able to go and get your first offer. Talk about what it was like getting, obviously now you've got two, UC Davis and UC Santa Barbara. Talk about what those offers were like and what it was like getting your very first one. Honestly, it was was a really cool experience. It was right after a summer league game and coach had called me. And it was just, it was one of the best experiences of my life, honestly. Just receiving my first D1 offer, it it was like a, it was a dream come true. And I know there's more to come. Always being humble and thankful. Mm Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. So any other colleges currently in contact with you that you might be getting receiving an offer sometime soon? Uh, I've been in contact with, with a few coaches. And right now we're just, we're, we're keep keeping in contact, keeping a strong bond, and mm-hmm. nothing's guaranteed. No doubt. And so obviously now heading into your next next year of AAU ball, talk about really what you're looking at in terms of options. Are you possibly going to go back to Firestorm or are there other teams you're really looking to play for? Uh, honestly, I've been keeping all my options open. I know Firestorm, we're going to have a strong crew coming back with the chemistry. So that, that's been on my mind. Uh and I, I've been speaking to a few coaches, but right now my mindset's really on Chandler for the high school season. I know it's going to be a big season. So after after Chandler, that's when my mindset's going to be really focused about AAU and figure out where I'm going to be at. Without a doubt. And obviously one big thing I think people are starting to see more about you and obviously the rest of 2021 class was that Justin Vargas is the show game. Can I talk about what that was? Like obviously going up against one of the nation's best teams in Compass and pulling off a really big upset and I think everyone really saw the how how great your your class really is. So talk about what that experience was like. Oh man, that was a really, really cool experience. That game was it was it was something I never really was exposed to before. So like having having Justin Vargas put all that together was really cool, and getting to play with the rest of the top guys in my class was like I would do again. And upsetting upsetting compass. Uh, I knew we went into the went into the game knowing we were the quote unquote underdogs, and I knew we could pull it out. We were strong enough mentally, physically, and we were we were good enough to to pull that W out. We did. No doubt. I think one thing that really shocked a lot of people was obviously you guys theoretically haven't had direct con- I mean, did really great chemistry heading into it. But I think really as quickly you guys really established like roles on the team. Obviously. Everyone just really went into a great role and really perfected the role. Obviously, you knocked out a bunch of big-time shots and just was a great defender. I mean, obviously, we saw a tie time Duran did out there, and Carson, well, all they really did was just a huge thing. Yeah, it was all, we all, we, we talked before the game and during practice, so nobody was trying to come in being the, the superhero. 
Everybody mm-hmm. knew it was going to be a team effort. We had to move the ball, play team defense, uh, do all the little things. Do all the little things to get pull that dub out. Without a doubt. So now when you look at a lot of those guys, I mean, obviously a lot of those guys, if not all of them, will be college prospects. So are there any of the guys maybe you've talked about potentially want to team up either from that event or other guys in the state you really would consider teaming up with in college? Uh, honestly, I've I've been talking to the only person I talk to teaming up with in the future for the next year of AAU is is Ty Ty. So we've been talking about it. nothing's official yet, but it, I mean it's in the air. I mean, it would be something cool to really, if we could pull that off. That would be something dope. Absolutely. And so also now heading into it, obviously you have Chandler this year. It'll be a huge year, but obviously the big method really is possibly looking at some of the elite prep schools in Arizona with you guys got Hillcrest, Powerhouse, Compass, Dream City schools like that. So really has there been any attention or possibly any any consideration about potentially going to one of those schools in the future? Um, I feel like I just went to Chandler to finish my high school career out there. I feel like that's a strong program. We're we going to have a strong uh, a strong class next year. Our, our sophomores are going to be juniors. They're going to get stronger over the summer. And I know our, our juniors going to be senior year. It's all going to progress. And I feel like we're going to be a much better team than we were this year or are going to be this year. So mm-hmm. right now my mindset is to, is to stay at Chandler. Absolutely. I think one thing that a lot of people obviously consider about potentially going prep would be because of potentially pulling a bunch of offers. I think we have seen now, obviously, Ty Ty's more than been successful. And same with Duran and other guys. I think you, Carson Bash, a couple of you guys are really set, set up to really be in the same platform that they are soon. Yeah, I feel like I feel like uh, if you do your job on the court and off the court with grades and everything, the offers will come. Mm-hmm. Like, like, no matter where you're at. Absolutely. And so when you look at your game overall, really, where do you see that you really still are working to possibly progress at and become and really take your game to the next level with? I feel like uh, if I could put on about 15, 20 more pounds, I could feel like that could really help my game a lot. And also just focus on defense, turn my defense into offense. Just that's my main thing right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, obviously, with your length and being able to be an elite player athlete like that, I think that's something that a lot of people see being something that translates not just to college, but obviously pass into the professional and NBA world as well. Yes, sir. That, that's a big part of the game. Mm-hmm. And before I let you go, I was like wrapping up a couple different questions. The first one being, who would you say in your life has been your biggest role model? Honestly, my biggest role model have been my parents. They've, just, they've always kept my, my mind right, my head strong. Never let me never let me get loose. Always kept me straight, and I could I couldn't be where I am without them. And also all the club coaches and my old coaches, they've all they've all just been on my side the whole time, and I know they got my back. And I couldn't have done what I've done without them. No doubt, I think it's always great because God always puts someone in your life that can kind of help keep you down the path really He has set in store for you. And obviously, in your case, like you said, it's your parents, but also there's a lot of the people like club coaches just keep you on that path and get you to where you want to be, which is awesome. Yes, sir. Mm. I've been surrounding myself with a bunch of great people and keep my faith in God. And everything has been going my way recently. Without a doubt. And that kind of leads right into our last question then. How would you say God's helped get you to the point you're at today? Honestly, just prayer and always staying true to him. That's just, just keeping my faith in him and never just letting myself get sidetracked 
he's always he's always just talking to him. He's always kept me on the right path. So Without that, doubt. That's, that's a big thing about. Mm-hmm, that's awesome. Whatever. Appreciate you taking time to come on today, my guy. Obviously, keep doing your thing, and I look forward to see what you and Chandler can do this year. Yes, sir. Thank you. On a problem, bro. God bless. All right. God bless. Up next is someone I promise you not going to miss hearing from. I know if you've been in the basketball world growing up in Arizona, you've heard of him, you've seen him, he's been on Team Inspire for a long time now, and that's Carson Kelly. You're not going to want to miss hearing from Chandler Starr and what he gets to say about his upcoming season, AAU ball, and so much more. Fire you, I'd sit right back down and stay tuned because you're not going to miss hearing what Carson Kelly has to say as his interview is coming up after this. It's truly great to be able to welcome on one of the true faces of Team Inspire. He's getting ready to help potentially lead Chandler to what could be a state championship run and would also be a prime breakout year for him himself. And that person is the point guard, Carson Kelly. What's happening, my guy? Well, it's good, bro. I'm good. That's good. I mean, let's hop right on in, man. I mean, obviously, it's getting ready to kick off your Chandler season. Talk about really what you're looking forward to this year. I'm looking forward to uh, for the season, really, because we got a, a whole new team pretty much. You know, last year we had four seniors and me that started. So the lineup's going to look a lot different. I'm just really excited to see how, how we play together. So kind of talk about really what the team's kind of looking like. I mean, obviously, some people that's probably watched some of your summer games, you can kind of see that obviously you and Makai kind of like a great backcourt-like thing. And then obviously Isaiah is a great four. And then obviously you got Darren and other guys. I mean, talk about really what the team's kind of made up of and really what the roles will be this year. Um, I feel like the team is made up of a bunch of players who can do a lot of different things. You know, last year I feel like we, we all kind of – we all kind of did the same thing for the majority, but this year, you know, we got me, you know, I can get to the basket, you know, get my teammates involved. Makai, knockdown shooter, he can also score. Zay, he can do everything. And then this year, you know, we got some bigs finally with Darian and Nick. You know, Elijah, too, we got some size. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. I mean, kind of talk about for you. I mean, a lot of people in the state have obviously known you. I mean, you've been a star, obviously, with Team Inspire, Kelly. I mean, you've really been a star. People have really known your name for a long time now. But, I mean, I feel like you're one of the guys, obviously, in the state that's one of the most underrated guys still kind of looking out for getting kind of blowing up on the national stage. I mean, I think you, Jason Kimber, Ricardo, are some of the guys that really are really mm-hmm. destined to blow up in the near future. But tell me really what that process has been like and kind of getting adapted and kind of getting ready for that next level. Um, You know, just working hard every day. Trying to, trying to keep my mind right, not really worrying about when I'm going to blow up and when this is going to happen. I just kind of put it in God's hands and, you know, when it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Without a doubt. And so let's kind of top of your AAU career. I mean, obviously you have played for a while. A lot of people have seen you play and really play at a high level, but talk about really what it's been like throughout your AAU career. Um, It's been fun. I've had a lot of fun experiences through my AAU career. A lot of different teammates. Um, it's, it's just it's just been a great experience so far. Absolutely. And so now heading into another AU season next year, are there any teams that maybe you're looking at potentially playing with? Uh, right now I just got all my options open. Probably finna talk to most of my friends, you know, see 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 what they're doing, and uh, try to try to team up with some of my friends and try to make something special happen. Without a doubt. So kind of talk about some of your teammates you have had that you really have enjoyed playing with in terms of playing with Team Inspire. I mean, I think obviously there's a lot of guys. Team Inspire kind of switches off the rosters a lot. Talk about some yeah. of the guys that really have stood out to you in your life so far. Um, There's been so many. 
guys that stood out with me. Obviously, playing with uh, my boy Zay. Uh, that was that was probably one of the the, the most fun weekends I've had. Uh, playing with uh, the tw- uh, twins from California. That that was real cool with them. Um, Jason Harris, he played with us for for a weekend. He's a real good football player too. So that was pretty fun, really. So all all my teammates. Mhm. I think something that's really been great to see. I mean, obviously, Michael and all those guys that inspire really have created like a brand that. Obviously, something that you see some of the great players wear. I mean, it may not be the main club team, but you see guys that have worn the jersey. Like, obviously, Marvin Bagley, Gabe McLaughlin. Yeah. I mean, um, so many of those guys that come out and just put on that Inspire jersey, which is awesome to see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just great. You know, Inspire is like, it's really like a family. You know, I don't even really see it as like a gym. I just see it more as like a home I can go to whenever. Man, they really take care of you over there. Without a doubt. So talk a little more about the Arizona family. I think that's something that's really special and unique about Arizona because I feel like a lot of states, obviously, either they don't have enough talent to really create that elite kind of grouping or some of them are, are so elite that they have to spread it all out, like California, New York, and whatnot. But talk about really what that community is like, having guys that really kind of started with Marvin Bagley, Gabe McLaughlin, Mitch Lightfoot, those kind of guys, and has now transformed, obviously, into Nico, Jalen, Javon, yeah. not in the new era. But talk about that family and what it's like being a part of it. Oh no, it's great because, uh, like you said, with Inspire, it's just there's there's places in Arizona where everybody can come together, play basketball, and we all have a good time. Really, it's a uh, it's it's pretty unique, actually. Mhm. And I think one part also that's made Inspire so great is, I mean, obviously facilities new and all, but I think growing up, obviously, there's only rules really just two big places you could play. Obviously, it's Avondale and Inspire, and so yeah. having only two places. As much as that might have stuck for a lot of people in terms of driving, it still has really created two places that everyone can kind of grow up together and play basketball at. Yeah, you know, everyone pretty much knows each other in Arizona, like basketball-wise. So, you know, that's really cool. If if you haven't played with someone, you've most likely played against them and you made a, made a relationship with them. So yeah, it's pretty cool. No doubt. And so, obviously, growing up in Arizona and all, then really what went into the impact of choosing Chandler over maybe other high schools? And if so, what were other high schools you're considering? Um, my, well, my brother went to Chandler, actually, so Chandler has always just been, growing up, that's just always been, like, in, in the family, really. My my dad actually coached at Chandler, too, but going into high school, I was actually thinking, uh, it was really between Chandler, Hamilton, and Mesquite, but I just chose Chandler because, like, like I said, Chandler, Chandler's my home. I, I wouldn't feel right if I went anywhere else, really. Mm-hmm. No doubt. So I'll kind of talk about really, I mean, you talked a little about it, but talk a little bit more about really what it's been like seeing Chandler and the team really change from your freshman year and all now heading into playing your junior year now with the whole new look squad. Oh, it's been great. Uh, my freshman year, I think, my freshman year, our coach, he left. So it was kind of a whole big mess. We had a new coach like right before the season. Um, the, the, we weren't really playing that well as a team. It was, it was kind of just like, we didn't look at Chandler as a basketball school, but ever since that year, we've been, our coach, Coach Arthur, he's done a great job as, uh, making Chandler more like a culture, more like a family. You know, when people think of Chandler now, they, they don't just think of football, you know, they think of basketball too. So it's really cool, me experiencing us, you know, kind of at the bottom when I was a freshman and now we're starting to get a little more attention. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. And I think the first maybe one of the first big moves obviously was getting Dean Simon over there. I mean, obviously yeah. he came over being a really good player at Gilbert Christian and 
obviously he kind of was one of the main guys that kind of started that new kind of movement there. And obviously now mm-hmm. it's going to be great seeing obviously what you guys can do being guys that truly have star potential. I mean, how many, I think a lot of you guys obviously have potential of playing at the next level, if not even beyond that, which would be awesome yeah. to see. Yeah, no, it's really cool. You know, you look at our, our starting lineup and uh, I feel like all of us should be playing at the next level um, after a high school career, which I, I don't think you can say that about a Chandler high team and, I don't know how long. So just just seeing the growth and the progress of, of my guys. And, and it's real cool because most of us are either juniors or sophomores. So, you know, we still got we still got years to come. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. And so as for this year, though, really, where do you guys see some of the biggest competitions going to come from? Um, The biggest competition, I don't know. I'm not really worried about that. I just feel like if, if if we play our game and we play right, we can we can beat anyone in the state. That's all that really matters. No doubt. That's obviously key. I think that something that's really unique is that when you talk about the contenders in the state, I think that everyone is so different in terms of there's not really much similarity. I think Desert Vista obviously I think has the best big man group in terms of having two high-level mm-hmm. Division One players there mm-hmm. and also yeah. a good, good amount of guards as well. I mean, obviously, Cesar Shaw, as we know, has an elite guard slash forward combination with Ricardo, Ty Ty, the Twins, and whatnot. I mean, yeah. honestly, Skyline just an all-around solid squad led by Dayton. I mean, you look at someone like you guys then. You guys are young, but you guys have a lot more length in terms of, like, Isaiah obviously is a great long player that can play in athleticness. I mean, you're a great point guard. I mean, you guys have a lot more balance, too, and it's just great to see, like, so much different diversity in terms of what the rosters are made up of. Yeah, it, it's real crazy because – you know, I'm at practice every day, and I see what my team's doing. And, you know, we're looking good, but I know we can be so much better. We're not even close to our full potential yet, so I just can't wait until we reach that and we and we really start start playing basketball. Without a doubt. I mean, maybe this year might be a year where you guys do advance high in the playoffs and next year you guys gear up to maybe go for a championship state run, and obviously that will be huge. And I think some teams obviously are going to lose a lot of seniors. Obviously, look at someone like Osa leaving DV and all. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, look at some of the like, top young cores, and who are some of the young talents in Arizona you guys really see that will start to kind of blossom this upcoming season and really start to make a name for themselves? Um, Of course, you got my guy Makai. You know, he, he's a great player. I feel like – I feel like he's he's I feel like he's the best player uh for his class in Arizona. I see him at practice every day. And uh, he he's really coming along. Um I mean I'm that, that's all I really got for my team, you know. And Trey, you know, he's a good player. We coming up. Without a doubt. And before I let you go, I was like I was like wrapping up a couple different questions. The first one being, who would you say in your life has been your biggest role model? Uh, my biggest role model I say has been my dad and my brother. But uh, mainly my dad, you know, ever since I've been little, he's been he's been there for me. He's been pushing me. He's been just showing me the right way to do things, I say. And that's just really important to me, just doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. I mean, just having that person, like, in your life that, once again, just keeps you down the right path. Because, obviously, God's got such a special path for every single person out there. And just having that person that keeps you on that path and keeping you as straight on that line as possible is just a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, without him, I, I'd be nothing. You know, I praise him every day. Is 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 really is really like that. Without a doubt. And my last question, like wrapping up with, is how would you say God's helped get you to the point you're at today? Um, like I said, without him, I'd be nothing. I I feel like you know he put everybody on the planet to do to do something different. And uh, right, he 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 blessed me with the the ability to play basketball. 
he just put it in my hands, and I just I just loved it ever since. Without a doubt. I mean, just he always finds different ways to obviously give us our spot, literally find the passion that he wants us doing, and when we're able to find what he wants us doing, it obviously clicks, and it's just a great thing to see. Yep, for sure. Mm-hmm. Whatever, well, appreciate you taking time to come on today, my guy. Obviously, best of luck this upcoming season at Chandler, and I'm excited to see what you get done this year, and obviously throughout the rest of your career. No, thank you. Pre- appreciate you having me on. I'm no problem, bro. God bless. Yeah, God bless you. Yep. Hold up. I wouldn't be going anywhere if I were you. I'd stay right there because, trust me, you're not going to miss who's up next. He's one of the best scorers and shooters in all the state, hence maybe why he's the nickname, The Buck. That being said, the Buckeye star and AZ Select star comes up right after that, and you're not going to miss hearing what Tay Bootham has to say. So if I were you, I'd stay right there because Tay Bootham's interview comes up right after this. I'm excited to be able to welcome on one of the not just the top guards in the state of Arizona, but one of the top players in the state of Arizona. He's gearing up to be able to lead Buckeye to what could be a memorable senior season. He's been on a show for AZ Select in the past couple years, and he's already received offers from likes of NAU. Central Arkansas, and Denver, and looks to add many more as he has college coaches buzzing all about him. And with that being said, I couldn't be more excited to welcome on Tay Bootham. What's happening, my guy? Uh, good, good. How are you? Pretty good. All right, so kind of talk about the team. Obviously, you have a lot of talent. Talk about some of the guys that kind of help surround you and kind of help lead the team alongside you. Um, so we have a new freshman named Matthew. He's pretty, uh, he's pretty good. He's learning uh, the basics of varsity since he's become new to the system. Uh, he can really put it in, finish well in the paint. Um, we have a returning sophomore, Jason. He played varsity last year. Uh, he can really shoot it. Starting to get in the flow of like running the team more. Um, we have a new transfer, DJ. He's our big, about six seven. He's really uh, he's a real force in the in the paint. And then we have like a lot of other guys that are seniors that just do their job Mm-hmm. absolutely and so when you look at all the competition that's going to kind of help propel you and kind of have to go through to win state who are some of the teams that you're you guys are really playing and kind of game game against and kind of go against this upcoming season um peoria for sure they've been our rivals for a hot minute and they're they used to be sleepers but they they really play hard um mm-hmm. looking forward to that game looking forward to ev evan and south point they're looking really good over there. Um, man, I really have been really keyed in, just trying to get ready for anyone, actually. Just play hard all the time. No doubt. I think, obviously, that's a rivalry. Kind of not, not necessarily a rivalry, but something that, obviously, everyone likes watching. A big-time matchup, obviously. Just seeing the two guys, obviously, Evan and you, are really two guys that are some of the top guards, that have been some of the top guards in Arizona for quite some time. And, obviously, two of you guys, talk about your guys kind of bonding, kind of, what it's been like being two of the top guards. Evan, that's my guy. Man. Me, I met Ev when I got to Powerhouse, and he came down to play with us. We were just besties, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, so what was it like when you were able to see him? Obviously, he went and commit to Harvard now, and he was on here before, but talk about what it was like seeing him now be able to go on and now commit and live out the college dream that you're expecting to announce your decision at some point now, too. No, that's huge. Harvard, Harvard's the real deal, and I'm proud. That was a huge step, and he did it. Just big salute to my guy. No doubt. I mean, honestly, for him, I think that obviously is a great thing. I mean, everyone knows he's one of the most intelligent players as well. So, I mean, just yeah. being a player, obviously, I guess to live out the dream is huge, but 
As for you, obviously, you do have an upcoming decision at some point. Kind of talk about your recruitment process. What's that going like? Obviously, a few offers. Talk about those schools and really what stands out about those guys. Um, Central Arkansas, they hit me a lot. Um, beautiful place up there. I like talking to Coach Russ and um, Coach Boone. Really good guys. You, um, my guy Dayton, coming up there. I haven't been up there since basketball season, but seven new coaches have actually. Coach Burkhart, um, I haven't talked to him much, but uh, the right path, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so I think a lot of people obviously are expecting that you will throughout the course of the upcoming season and probably will get some more attention. So kind of talk about that and what those, if any other schools come in, when, when kind of when were you kind of expecting to maybe announce your decision? And if so, would it be kind of delayed if someone, if other offers start to come in? Um, possibly, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be delayed. I want to mm-hmm. give every school, like, uh, I want to look into them, see what they're about, see if they're really for me, uh, just get the right, because you can only make the decision once, right? Just get mm-hmm. the right place to call home. Just find the school that obviously invests in you and cares about you the most is the biggest thing, because down the line, that's really what's going to happen, because, I mean, you will be spending probably four years there, and just being able to have that bond with the coach and a program that wants to invest in you and make sure you do the best is obviously huge. Very good. So what kind of led you to for your decision to end up going and playing for Powerhouse? Um, I had sat down with John, and he just told me, like, look, just look at the statistics. Like, we get guys where they need to go. No doubt. What were some of the other guys that you really had a great connection with, playing with, that you really are always going to have a great friendship from here on out with? So I'm playing with Drayson Sayskirk. So when he came over from Team Harden, now we played uh, me and Girardi. So my brother, Dre. Um, Garza, Garza's like my brother too as well. Kimani, the whole team really, man, I miss those guys. Mm-hmm. Has there been any thought or consideration about potentially teaming up with any of them at some point? Man, like that'd be dope, honestly. Sorry, have that connection with a player already over there. That'd be a really crazy blessing. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And so kind of looking at all the talent in Arizona, obviously there's a lot of talent spread out through all out of all the classes. But kind of talk about some of the guys that you really see that could potentially be having a big-time breakout year this upcoming season. Drew from um, Desert Vista. He's going to go crazy. And then my final question is just, being a man of faith, how would you say God's help get you to the point you're at today? I pray every night. pray before games. Um, be here right now is a blessing. Mm-hmm. I know he has a plan for everyone, and I'm waiting on his plan. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's something that's so key to think, because obviously God has a certain plan for everyone in the world. I mean, obviously, it could be basketball. It could be whatever it is. And just when you're able to find that path and just keep living down that path, and you know something special, because obviously he blesses everyone in so many different ways. And being able to find that and just live that out is obviously truly just a big-time blessing. Right, absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking time to come on today, my guy. Obviously, best luck this upcoming season, and obviously from here on out. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Right, no problem, bro. God bless. You too. Up next, while you had to sit right back down because you're not going to miss hearing from Elijah Cole. He projected to be one of the biggest breakout stars of the upcoming season on the New Look Shadow Mount squad. You're not going to miss hearing much to say about that and many more topics. So if I were you, I'd stay right there and stay tuned as Elijah Cole's interview comes up right after this. I'm blessed to welcome on a two-time state champion with Shadow Mountain. 
He's now projected to be one of the biggest breakout stars this upcoming season, and not only for it, but the entire state of Arizona. So with that being said, I'm excited to be able to welcome on Elijah Cole. What's happening, my guy? What's good with it? Not much. You? Nothing chilling. So, man, let's just jump right into it. Obviously, it's a big new-look Shadow Mountain squad. Obviously, a new coaching staff. There's no more Jalen, Javon, guys like that. It's a really new-look team. Talk about what that's looking like and really what you guys are excited about. We're going to be good still. We just got to work through it. I feel like we're going to have a good team, better team than these last two years because we can facilitate the ball. Everybody's going to get looks. Everybody's going to come together, play together. So it's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, mean, I think that's one thing I always look at. I mean, obviously, no doubt, Jalen and Javon are the real deal, the legit stars and all. But at the yeah. same time, a lot of time when you take stars away from the team, teams can also come together and it's more of an all-around opponent as opposed to just a, really a show that one or two or three guys can put on. And like you said, you still do have guys like Devon and you still have Shamar, which both those guys are going to put on a show as well. And guys like you can step up and a lot of other guys, which will be huge to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And kind of talk about what what your role is really going to be like. Obviously, like I just said, I mean, your role will obviously expand a lot this year. So talk about what that role is going to look like. I'm going to have to be a dog. I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to control my attitude, control everything, be a leader, especially playing the junior role, starting all that. I'm going to have to be a big role with that. Shamar, he's just going to have to kill. It's going to have to be a kill season for him. Vaughn, he's going to have to be a leader as well, lead the whole team. It's going to be fun. Um, we really, I really got to, uh, I'm really going to have to take shots, more shots, continue playing defense, bringing that energy, basically. Mm-hmm. Without yeah. a doubt. I know one thing, just talking to people in the Valley, obviously, they all say, we know that Shamar can play. We've seen Devonnie showing a lot of good flashes and all, but with you as a player that a lot of people see that, obviously you have game and you can also produce at the next level. And just, just the fact of you kind of like the wild card. Like you play the way that a lot of people know you can. I mean, it's obviously something where Shadow doesn't drop off at need. You guys are still going to be legit contenders and probably still win state if, as long as you guys can all come together and play like that. Yeah, I'm going to have to. A lot of people are going to see something out of me for sure this year. It's going to be good. I got a lot to show. And I'm ready for everything. Absolutely. And so kind of look, talk about some of the other guys. Who else is going to step up on the team and kind of have big roles on the team? We got this dude from Israel. He um, He's a lefty as well. He's a senior. 16, though, but he's still a senior. He's nice. Good jumper. Smart. Good IQ. All that. Defense needs to get better, but he's going to be a big piece. Nobody mm-hmm. knows about him either. It's going to be nice. And then Kyle Johnson, he's going to have to step up too, our big man. He's going to have to just dunk everything, pay attention, and be on alert, basically. And then we have another guard, Jace. He's from Chicago. He's smooth. He just needs to learn when to use things and like the Best time when to use it. And then we have another guard, Cash. He's an uh, incoming sophomore. He's going to be raw. He got a good shot, plays D, and he's learning from us. So that's good. And he's been there last, last year to watch how 
our last year varsity squad was. So he knows what it takes. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. I know one guy I do want to also touch up on the team. As we kind of already talked a little about him. is Shamar. I mean, he's obviously someone that when he came out to Arizona, he was one of the top players in the class of 2020. And I mean, obviously, yeah. that has dropped a little bit. But I think yeah. when you look at him, I mean, he's still six foot four, six five, whatnot. He's still strong as heck, and obviously, he can. He's more than more than athletic. I mean, he's at the next level of athleticism, and I think it's gonna be huge to watch how he kind of breaks out this year because I think he kind of has been a little bit in the shadow of Javon and Jalen and what they've been able to do, and having him kind of step up into new role will be huge to see him kind of explode as well. Yeah, he's finna. He got a lot to show too. He's finna go crazy. Talk to him every day. Yeah, he's ready. Shot, his shot got way better. A lot of people don't think he can shoot, but he can shoot that. For sure. Absolutely. And they're also talking about some of the guys. Though. Obviously, Javon and Jalen aren't there. But what kind of role has they played in possibly still helping you guys out and kind of letting you guys get ready for the new season and kind of tips on how to lead a team or even maybe tips from last year that they've kind of given you guys to help lead now? Well, Mike was a great coach. He he showed us, like, how to how to, like, really – take the soul out of the other team basically so we just gotta we just gotta come together listen to leaders and like basically basically put everything on the line like if it's a loose ball gotta go get that 50 50 balls we have to have it basically running the floor simple things like rebounding like paying attention on d rotations everybody have to have help it's a lot of things it's not just one thing as in like offense and so is there maybe a matchup that on your account do you circle because you really just want to play them or maybe it's a rivalry game or something that you really like matching up or playing against we play yeah i'm ready for i'm ready for pv we played them first game at their place ready for them um pinnacle we played them in january ready for them Got to get that last win. And then St. Mary's is kind of a rivalry game because they kind of like cool stacked over there. But, yeah, we ready for them as well. Gonna, I'm telling you, it's going to be a movie out there this year. Mm-hmm. Foray really is a lot of teams that are really up and coming. There's a lot of teams that people don't – there's a lot of question marks. Like people don't know what are they. There's not really an identity formed yet. South Point's going to look good. Like you said, St. Mary's is young. I mean, there's a lot of these teams that's going to be really interesting to see how they pan out. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of good teams out there this year. Mm-hmm. A lot. Absolutely. And so kind of talk about what it was like last year. Obviously, being on one of the national ranked teams, I mean, it's really rare for an Arizona team in AIA to be really a national powerhouse, and that's what you guys have been. And talk about what that's been like. What has it been like seeing you guys get the attention you guys have had and be at that kind of level? It's been great. It's been great. Like learning from learning from Javon, Jalen, Jalen Williams, um, Shamar, Emmanuel from the past years, uh, Antonio. Like they all show, they all show that it's possible. Anything's possible. Like as we work together, it's gonna be better. Like if we all come as a team, we can go as far as we can. Or one. Mm-hmm. Now, playing at Nationals was great. It felt, it was like the atmosphere was great, all that. It felt real good. But we came short, but still, it was just like how we got there. We came from being 418 to being on a national spotlight. Like, that's crazy. Most teams don't even get that. 
Absolutely. That's something that really is something that's pretty much as close to impossible as you can get in terms of an Arizona team, not even in 6A, 5A, it's 4A, and be able to come out of that and be such an elite, dominant team where you guys have put up with amongst the best players players in the country and teams in the country or something that I truly think that that year, like Arizona really embraced you guys, and it was just a thing that was awesome to see. Yeah, it was real good. That spotlight, mm-hmm. being on that spotlight is perfect because we was already built for it. We worked for it off season, throughout the whole season, throughout breaks, all that. Running, getting in shape, conditioning, all that. We was we was ready for the spotlight, basically. Without a doubt. And talking a little more about that, I guess. I mean, obviously people know Coach Bibby gets you guys in great shape. Obviously you guys have an elite press break. And talk about what that was like last year. I mean, in, in years in the past, I mean, how was like training camp? How do you guys get you – how do you really get you guys ready and in shape to be able to do that kind of press? We used to run on the track. Off-season, during off-season, like right before the season started, Run on the track, get right. Sometimes we switch it to the gym, run. Like, it wouldn't be really about, like, basketball. It would be getting in shape. And then, like, throughout the week, then we would transition to basketball and learning, like, defense and all that. Help side, where we need to be, where the ball, where the, when the ball's this way, like, where you need to be at, all that. But, like, it's just really, he put us on the track. We was in the gym running and, like, drinking water, all that. They kept us in shape. Grades was good. Had to be good. We had study halls, all that. Like, it wasn't just about basketball. It was, like, the purpose of why we're playing basketball. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I know real quick we can get into talking about your AAU season. I mean, talk about what it was like playing with Cali Rebels. Talk about really where you grew this summer playing with them. I feel like it was – it was a good opportunity playing with them, like, because I did play at the Compton Magic event, so it was good. I dropped 20 on um, on Lillard, so I don't know. It's smooth. I don't think I'll be returning with the Cali Rebels. I think I might switch to EYBL, hopefully, because, you know, that's where it's at. But mm-hmm. And I'm ready for anything. But, yeah, just like... I don't know. The difference between Adidas and EYBL is way different. Like, I'm not really for Adidas, but, like, if it's there, then I'll take it. But EYBL, yeah, it's, I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you said right there is a huge thing because, in my opinion, I think you obviously look at it. I think in today's media, the way scouts are able to get around, I think, really, yeah. no matter what, if you want to wear the Adidas, Nike, Under Armour, whatever it may be, I think if you're a good player, you will get found. I think that's just the end-of-the-day results. Yeah. But – at the same time, obviously, like you said you see guys at Contra Magic that have guys like Mobley and all whatnot. So, I mean, there's obviously legit talent there. But yeah. like you said, the EYBL is something that it's Nike. That's kind of the superior brand. And just kind of seeing that as a whole is a great thing because you know that every game you're playing against some of the best players, the most physical players in the country that get you ready exactly. for college. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so before I let you go, I was like wrapping up with a couple different questions. The first one being, who do you say in your life has been your biggest role model? In my life, that's been my biggest role model is basically mainly probably my mom. She pushes me throughout everything. She's a single parent. It's been it's been rough with me and her. But, I mean, we got through everything. Um, I really love her. She'd do anything for me. So she just pushes me, basically. Like, me not playing my, like, playing like how I wanted to play my last two years. 
it was like a knockdown, but like I had to get back up. Like I had to show like what I can do. Practice, don't matter what it was. Practice off the court, don't matter what it was. Just like showing like I can be a part of something, basically. Mm-hmm. No but doubt. Yeah, it's been it's been a crazy, crazy like story, mm-hmm. basically. Absolutely. And I think that's something that's so special because God obviously is someone that gives different people different trials and tribulations. Some are at different places in life, some are at earlier in life, whatever it may be, though. He just gives mm-hmm. them. And at the time, you may not know why it really happened or what it is. Or may not t- it might take a long time, but eventually you look back. And I think it is it kind of is obvious with you. I mean, you obviously have a great connection with your mom that's going to be unbreakable. And be able to have that kind of stuff and look at the pods like that and Really, just he knows that at the end of the day, it makes you stronger and prepares you better for life, which is an awesome thing. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. And so with that, I mean, the last question, like, wrapping up with is, how would you say God's help get you to the point you're at today? <laughs> Man, God, God's help, it got me far, basically. Like, it got me through a lot of things. Like, going from not talking to nobody, don't want to talk to nobody after games, because uh how things went during the game to like realizing like it was childish I wasn't like in the right state of mind pushing through things basically like I got to get through this like I know it might be bad but later on it's going to be good you got to get through it he been there it's been good that's awesome I mean I'll say once again I mean God is that person that always is that to kind of help guide you. And then he just helps you kind of get through things and learn because that betters you for the later parts in your life. And just, you know, that there's a great path rather be in basketball off the court. I mean, whatever it is, you know, there's something special has got in plan for you and just embracing that and figuring out that path and going through your obviously great line that God's got for you is that's a great thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I appreciate you taking time to come on today, my guy. Obviously best luck with the upcoming season. I'm excited to see what you guys at shadow get done. I got you. Appreciate you, man. Uh, no problem, bro. God bless. You too. Whoa, whoa. I thought you, uh, you can't be going anywhere. Because trust me, I get it. You've already been able to hear from one set of duos out of Chandler. You're going to hear from the star at Buckeye. And you just got to hear from his teammate at Shadow Mountain. But to wrap up this entire episode and to wrap up this entire series, it's Devon Coblin. Trust me, you're not going to miss hearing from the Shadow Mountain star. As far as you are, I'd stay right there because Devon Cobb's interview comes up right after this. I'm excited to welcome on one of the most underrated and top players in the state and a one-time state champion at Shadow Mountain in Devon Cobb. What's going on today, bro? What's up, bro? How are you doing? I'm good. That's good. Let's jump right in, man. Obviously, it's a big-time year. A lot of changes have gone down and out Shadow after winning state last year. I mean, Jalen obviously moved on. Javon has. But obviously, it's you, Shamar, you guys got Elijah. Talk about the new core and the new look team. Uh, It's really, like, based on upon, like, the coaching, really. Like, you feel me? So, like, all of our, like, stuff has changed, really. Like, the the process of what we're doing is, like, different. It's only because, though, we, like, we got to, like, find out how to process without, like, Jalen and Jovan and all of them players, like, key pieces. So it's like now we got to step up like me and Shamar. We got to step up and be the the people that people want to see. So it's like I mean, like it's not really bad because I'm a senior or whatever now. 
So, like, now I got to, like, carry on the legacy. I got to win five state championships in a row. And I, I like, if I don't, then people are just going to think, like, like what what was they doing? Like, what was the coach doing? Mm-hmm. So, like, really, everything, like, people just got to wait to see. Because everybody, like, sleeping, like, thinking that we don't have nobody. And, like, we a bad team still. But, like, we beat Mountain Point. You feel me? So, like, like. And it was a good game. And, like, all of us just, like, we just, like, focused, ready for it, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. anybody want to come with. Without a doubt. That's something that you look at the team, obviously, from last year. I mean, obviously, you guys had, of course, those big-time shows by Jalen and Javon. Obviously, Tess has some great performances, too. But right. I think, obviously, the whole roster was really assembled by a lot of guys that are college-level players. And you, Shamar, and you're really good at Elijah. You're down the list and all. And so I think... It's one of those instances where you have the superstars, but there's so many great surrounding pieces that you guys just had to play a certain role last year to help win. Right, and right. now, obviously, they're obviously moved on, gone. And so now you guys got to come into the into your own and kind of take over the star roles. And I think especially, I mean, you look at someone like Shamar. He came over. When he came to Arizona, he's one of the top players in the country. Right. I think, obviously, he was a little bit in the shadow. You've been a little bit in the shadow. Elijah, a lot of you guys. And now you guys can step in your own. It's really a time to break out. And I think you guys obviously won't be taking too much of a setback at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got to see it like this too. It's like we got to find like people that can also score like we sk- score. So like it's like we've been thrown in the fire. Now we got to have players that's like ready to go into the fire, ready to play mm-hmm. the top players in the country, ready to play the best teams in the world, ready to play them type of players, and ready to play like NBA level players. So it's like all we got to get them ready for what like what's coming, cause like mm-hmm. it's not gonna be easy for them. So it's like we just got to be like really focused and like maintain what we trying to do. Absolutely. And obviously, I also talked about that. But I mean, obviously, it's new coaching staff. Coach Bibby and all has now moved on. He's at Hillcrest. We're going to talk about what's the biggest difference you see so far between the new coaching staff and obviously last year's coaching staff. Okay. So this year's coaching staff, we do like a lot of European type stuff because my coach was like he played overseas or whatever. So like all of our stuff is like European stuff. So, like, what you would see, like, overseas players from doing. Okay. And Coach Mike and them, they, like, ran, like, an NBA system. Like, the running jump and the uh, floppy and all those plays. So, it was, like, like, it's, like, more, like, it's on the same level, honestly. It's just the European style to me is more complicated. Mm-hmm. It's, like, you got to, it's, like, going to a different country and learning the language. You feel me? So, like. Over here, we know how NBA players play. We know we can learn those plays. But, like, if you go over to a European, you got to learn all their plays. You got to learn their culture. You got to learn, like, how to be one of those people. So, like, it's really, like, it's not too difficult, but it's, like, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. No yeah. doubt. I mean, that's something that's obviously a huge thing. I think a, a year ago, whatever, Mark Cuban kind of talked about the fact that a lot of players potentially playing Europe would be, come over to America. When they come over, they could be a lot more prepared. And you look at, obviously, guys like Luca. Porzingis, is a lot of those guys and all. And I think that just that system, like you said, I think in today's NBA, a lot of it is based off of how athletic you are. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of skill, don't get me wrong, but a lot of it is based on just how fast are you are, how athletic you are. And when you're over there in Europe, guys like Luca, I mean, obviously, he's not someone that's not the most athletic guy in the world, but he's still able to dominate. And just yeah. giving those fundamental skills that can help you dominate really at any level wherever you go. Right. And then also kind of talk about this. I mean, obviously, we're not, you're not, not going to be playing with your brother anymore. But talk about what it was like being able to play alongside Tez and really being able to have that brother bond on the court. 
I mean, that like that's a once in a lifetime thing. Like everybody don't get to play with their little brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like me and my brother, like growing up, we always wanted to go to the same high school, always wanted to play on the same team, always wanted to win a state championship. And winning all that and doing all that just made our dreams come true. So now both of us got a state championship under our ring, uh, under our names. But it's like you get you get like extra credit for saying like I won this with my brother. Like I didn't do it by myself. Me and my brother did this. Mm-hmm. Like it was like actually kind of fun, like teaching him some ropes, and then like he actually kind of taught me too. Like it was super fun. Mm-hmm. There's just that chemistry between brothers is really unbreakable. I think there's nothing that beats that, and that's why you see at all levels when you see two brothers that are together on the same team, it's something that really everyone highlights that because it's just such a great connection, something that you can tell the chemistry between the two guys, and it's just something that, you, like you said, I mean that's something for the rest of your guys' lives when you guys are well past playing basketball, that you guys can always talk about with your guys' families that you guys play together, won a state ring, and that's just something that, I guess, that's a dream come true, like you said. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now, talking about the team now this year, who else would kind of step up? And obviously, we know Elijah, we know Shamar, we know you, what you guys are going to bring to the table. But who else is really going to step up to the team and really carry a big love this year? Uh, We got Jace Hyland from Chicago. We got Casual Scott. He came down from Milwaukee with us. Uh, we got Ori Kadam. He from Jerusalem. And we got Jimmy Williams. We also got Kyle Johnson. If y'all see, like, how we work together now, it's like a well-oiled machine. Like, all of the pieces fit together. Like, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. And yeah. now looking at all the teams out in 4A, I mean, obviously – I think that a lot of the conferences in Arizona kind of are not necessarily locked in with one team. I think it's one or two teams that are favorites. But I think in 4A overall, there's so much depth in terms of teams. I mean, you look at guys like South Point, I think that they're a big-time team that's kind of a rivalry with you guys. You guys look at the young guys like St. Mary's and all. Talk about really who you guys are looking at that you guys really see as being the biggest competition this year. I mean, like, really, like, you can't really, like, just say, like, biggest competition because you got to think like this. We can't like slip up on nobody like we can't take nothing easy we always got to go 110 percent to win a state championship at the end of the day it's not about who the best team or who the worst team i'm trying like my team is trying to win a state championship so it's we like we are trying to be everybody like mm-hmm. we trying to be the best and south point don't get me wrong rival for sure and you got other teams like deer valley obviously you got Green, green. I mean, Greenway. Uh, okay, St. Mary's, and like those are young teams, but like we like honestly are the veterans of this. Like we have a like a, a older team, so like having five seniors would like be like a good thing for us because we got all this knowledge. We got all like we've been doing this for a very long time, and we got like all of the tools that we need to go to like to next to the next level so we all know what it takes to like win a state championship mm-hmm. absolutely yeah and so is there maybe one team that you've personally circled on your calendar that either it's a guy you really look forward to playing against or a team that has a team you guys really want to play this year uh Jaden hardy from Coronado. that should be fun uh when we go to los angeles we should be playing uh josh christopher and dior johnson so those games should be fun. And really, that's it. That's big time. Yeah. And now, once again, just kind of talk about that. I mean, obviously, I think that especially you and um, Shamar, how is it being the upperclassmen guys? It's going to be a huge thing that 
Obviously, you guys don't have a lot of offers heading into this moment right now. But I think, like, yeah, like I said, you guys are going to really come into your own and be the stars of a team. And so talk about that, though. I mean, obviously, throughout the course of the next few months, it's going to be big time for you guys. And how about really what your recruitment process is right now, though? Uh, It's like me and Shamar, like, as you, like we, we have been slept on, like, for sure. But, like, I'm really, like, low-key about all my stuff. So, like, people might not think, like, I'm getting recruited right now. Like, my recruitment process is going slow. But I'm really, like, getting recruited, like, kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, I have, like, schools looking at me. And, like, I'm ready, like, for everything and for the next level. But it's, like, being slept on, like, carry a whip. Like, it carry a chip on your shoulder because it's, like, dang, all these people looked over me. Now let's show them, like, me and Shamar, like, let's show them what we got now. It's our time to shine. So now we can do what we need to do to put our names out there more and get them offers that, like, D- big D1 offers like Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, all those kind of schools now. So now they not just looking at our school. They're looking at us as a team. Not just one or two people getting looked at. Everybody on the team going to be getting looked at. So, yeah, it should be real fun this year. No doubt. That part, right there, like you just said, I think last year, obviously, we know that, like, once again, Jalen and Javon really got a lot of offers and schools coming in. And obviously, I think all you, Shamar, and a lot of the guys got a lot of looks. And people really started looking at you guys saying, okay, we really think they could be great prospects. And now it's the year where they stay in good touch with you guys. And now they say, all right, so now let's see what they do as a star player. And I think we all know that you guys are going to go out and put on a show. And that's when I think a lot of schools will start offering you really. I think, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you guys start landing tons and tons of offers throughout the next few months, which would be huge. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then let's transition now a little bit into your AAU season. Obviously, played with a few different club teams this past summer. Really talk about the ones that really stood out to you the most. Really, none of them stood out to me. Mainly because of, like, I can't get too deep into it, but it's like the way that they was treating my family. Like, I just couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. It, it was wrong, honestly. And, like, I think, like, at first, like, they tried to show me, like, some respect and, like, wanted wanted me to be, like, a key player in the system or whatever they had. But then after a while, when they think you're getting too much attention, they try to bring other players to get the attention that you're getting. And it was just, like, all kind of, like, it was all kind of, like, like, wrong to me in a sort of way. And mm-hmm. I'm just like that kind of person that'll be like, if like, I feel like you just don't respect me enough to like, let me get my attention and the stuff that I'm working to, to be a great player, the best player I can be. Then like, I just feel like that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. I think that's one part that really isn't one of the most unfortunate parts about AAU. I think you look at it, there's clearly a lot of benefits to it as well. Don't get me wrong. I love a lot yeah. of AAU parts. But there are a lot of things that I think a lot of directors out there that do want to take advantage of guys and really want to look at it for how do they benefit themselves at the end of the day and that they use different people with possible connections, different routes to different people. And really just using that kind of route is something that obviously is not what it's meant for. And obviously something that is unfortunate about it. But at the end of the day, you're still able to come out through and still perform, perform as a great player. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you do start looking at a college decision, it comes closer and closer to that time. What are some things that you're really looking for in a college? Uh, really just basketball. That's my main focus, main priority, basketball. How about reuniting with your brother Tez in college? 
Would that be another attraction point for you? And if so, have you guys possibly discussed teaming up again in college? We ain't going to say too much right now, but that, mm, that might be a possibility. That would definitely be special. Is there anyone else maybe you're looking at that you really created a great friendship with that you might want to team up with? Shamar, for sure. Shamar. That's it. Shamar. I think you see a lot more of those connections, rather than it be club duos or high school duos that really come out and end up going to college. I think you see a lot of these teams do it now in this year's rosters in college basketball and seeing that really keep going because you know it's an automatic chemistry thing, right, when you walk in, and that's something that's going to be huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so do you possibly have any schools that you might be looking at doing unofficial visits to anytime soon or even official? Uh, Fresno State, GCU, UNLV, and a few schools back home. No doubt. And before I let you go, I'd like wrapping up a couple different questions. The first one being, who would you say in your life has been your biggest role model? Uh, my friends, my family, and God for sure. Without a doubt. And that kind of leads right into the last question then. How do you say God's helped get you to the point you're at today? God has helped me through a lot. My cousin, like, is the person that motivates me, though, the most. Being, like, in his condition and all that, like, he pushes me through everything. Because of the, like, if I know he can do it, then I can do it, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, God just, God helped him get through whatever, like, get get through what he had to get through. So I feel like God helped me every step of the way that I'm going through right now. Without a doubt. And that's something that's so kick you just said right there. I think that obviously God isn't always just something that puts different stuff in your life, but I think he puts people in your life to help learn from. And and that's something that unfortunately a lot of people don't really look at. Maybe people are too close-minded just to themselves. And when you're able to see someone that you're close to and you see the way they handle things, the way that they deal with life, and then you're able to take that and apply that into your, your role in life, that's something that, God obviously blesses you with and helps you prepare yourself for the for down the line. Right, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm, without a doubt. Well, I definitely appreciate you taking time to come on today, my guy. Obviously, best luck with the upcoming season at Shadow. I'm excited to see what you guys get done. Thank you, bro. Oh, no problem, bro. God bless. God bless.